ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जय टू यू आई एम गोइंग टू रीड सेंसर थ्री ऑफ चैप्टर टू ऑफ द भगवद गीता Yield not, O Partha, Arjuna, to unmanliness. It ill befits you. Cast off this weakness of heart, O scorcher of foes, arise. This thought of unmanliness often is thought of in terms of um, masculine energy. But after all, women are on the path too. And is it um, unmanly? Should women not bother about being manly? There's a different meaning to manliness. You don't, the quality of being a human being is to be balanced in both will and feeling, both reason and feeling. Many people think that by being manly, they've got to be a he-man. That's not the case at all. Be firm in your convictions. There are a lot of he-men who are just weaklings when it comes to using their willpower for self-correction. I've known some big, tough men who became babies when they were faced with spiritual tests. What you must do is understand the importance of being a complete human being. And this is why men and women are attracted to one another, that each of them usually demonstrates or manifests one aspect of those two qualities both of which are necessary for making a complete human being. The one is reason and the other is feeling. If in your feeling you don't use reason, you can just go off the deep end with emotion. If you reason but don't have feeling, then you don't, you may, it's sort of like being next door to a restaurant that you know is good. It's a world famous restaurant. You know its recipe. You know everything about it, but you're not hungry, so you don't go. So devotion is that which gives you the hunger to want to understand, to want to know. Devotion doesn't have to be sentiment. Devotion doesn't have to be the sort of thing that makes you weep, although when you become close to God and feel his joy, it's hard sometimes not to weep. But the thing is that devotion to wisdom is also devotion. It means one-pointed attention, but heart quality has to be there. As Sri Yukteswar said you cannot make a, take a single step forward on the path until the heart's natural love is developed. But it can be love of wisdom, as I said. It can be love of some divine quality, and that too can be devotion. But love of the, this, like that, that saying of St. Jean Vianney of France, that... Uh, If you knew how much God loves you, you would die for joy. Just think of it. That's the kind of thing that Krishna was talking about when he says, yield not to unmanliness. Be a complete human being. Be firm. When a person really loves somebody or loves a principle, then he doesn't have to get up there and shout or boast about it. He just absolutely will cling to it and nothing can shake him. That devotion is what killed, what destroyed my doubts. That devotion is what one needs to 
uh, soar in the heavens of spirit. And Krishna is telling Arjuna, in a sense also, he's telling him to yield not to unmanliness, become, he said, he said it ill befits you. But this courage that he's talking about here is the courage born also of love. And uh, you've seen many women who are, they're not strong in willpower, but they're strong in love. And that love is what carries them through every test. Cast off this, weak, this weakness of heart, O scorcher of foes, arise. So Arjuna is uh, sort of sunk in his own, uh, wallowing in his own misery at this point. And then Arjuna replied, O slayer of Madhu, destroyer of foes, Krishna, how can I make war shooting against Bhishma, my own deep-seated ego reality, and against Drona, my own preceptor, uh, preceptor of past tendencies, which have always defined me as I was and perhaps am? These are all in brackets, I should add. How can I fight against those great warriors? They deserve only my respect and reverence. You see, the world teaches us to take pride in our, re in our individuality. I'm an artist, I'm a rich man, I'm a count, I'm an earl, I'm a head of state, I'm important in this world. Um, I remember there was one show, uh, one, it was a Buddhist installation of, uh, a Zen Buddhist installation of a high priest. And afterwards, I was talking to a young woman outside, and um, I asked her her name after a while, and she told me, and I, she asked me my name. I said, well, I'm Swami Kriyananda. She said, oh, but you're famous. I said, well, maybe, but why the but? She said, well, all the other famous people I've met, are, they seem important. I was very pleased at this, that I didn't seem important. I knew that what she meant was they didn't seem self-important. But... Uh, I like that thought of not being important. Don't feel that you have any importance in your life. Be, um, don't define yourself. This is the whole thing. Our delusions are based on our self-definitions and the tendencies that we, are, that we bring over from the past, they're, they're with us. We, we can't help it. I remember, I'm sure I was a writer in a past life and uh, even at the age of nine I was writing dialogue for for plays. And at the age of seven, I wrote a little something for school, and my parents both told me, you've put too many ands in there. Well, of course they were right, but how amused I was by my own reaction. I thought, who were they to tell me how to write? <laughs> Here I could hardly spell, and I was, that was an instinctive thing. These are things that we, that we have brought over from the past, that we're natural at this and natural at that. And you will see that from Early infancy, children have natural tendencies, and those ten tendencies define them as they are. There was one boy who was a bit of a bully. I'm afraid he was a cousin of mine. But a mother, his mother said to him, Eddie, don't you know that when somebody hits you, you shouldn't hit him back? Oh, but mother, I never hit back. I always hit first, thinking that this justified him. It may take him a few incarnations to learn the truth of that. And there's no gain in hitting people. But it takes a long time to overcome these things. And these qualities that uh, are our teachers, because we, they instruct us in what we 
think we ought to be in this life. And they're more powerful than our own uh, upbringing. It's, it's, uh, they come naturally to us. I remember my mother was working at her vanity mirror, which I have, have still in my own home, just as a memory of those days when I was a child. And I said, Mother, don't keep thinking about your beauty like Mrs. Martin, another lady. And Mother was so surprised that I had that insight into Mrs. Martin. But you see, I had these qualities that came over from the past. We must overcome those. And so Arjuna is thinking, oh, how can I kill those things? You must kill them. You must rise out of your own thinking definition of who you are in order to, to discover who you really are. And that is what the spiritual path is all about, that who you really are becomes a very drastic decision in the end. You are none of those things. You are the absolute, the infinite. That's a very difficult truth to face in the end and it's a it's a bridge that every person must cross joy to you